Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. In ancient times, there were many rituals and customs devised by humanity for various purposes. According to historical texts, an animal was sacrificed and cut into two equal parts. This ritual was both gruesome and bloody. It was to act out or seal a covenant relationship between two people, becoming one in both agreement and identity. Both parties were to walk through the sacrificial pathway of the dissected animal as a symbolic act of the covenant. In effect, the two became one, united in the promise and identity. Abram made the preparations. He cut three animals down the middle into two parts and placed each piece on opposite sides to the other. He then fell asleep into a deep sleep. And during his deep sleep, great horror and darkness came over him, the total opposite to God's promise of life and light. God revealed to Abram the plight of a rebellious people and what will take place. But in that darkness, he brought hope. And Abram awoke. What God did next was something so special and it penetrated into the depths of the heart and mind of Abram. And for us today, let us go back to that time. A time when God had rescued Abram's nephew from captivity. Abram had already had an encounter with the high priest Melchizedek who brought out bread and wine and pronounced a blessing over him. Then God spoke to Abram in a vision. Genesis chapter 15 verse 1 And these things the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. God reveals and identifies himself to Abram personally, intimately. The Lord God Almighty assures Abram there is no fear, as he is his protection and defender. He has already proven this. God gives all of himself. The most exceedingly great reward is the Lord God Almighty. This was the third time that the Lord had spoken to Abram about the promise. Twice before, he said, I will give you and your descendants the land which you see. Your descendants will be so many they cannot be numbered. Abram engages with God and says, You have not given me any children. God said, An heir will come from your own body. Abram and God continue in conversation. Genesis chapter 15, verse 5 to 8. Then he brought him outside and said, 
Look now toward the heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to inherit it. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? Abram believed in the Lord, and this belief is an action of trust. In the context of this verse and the journey of Abram with God, his trust is based upon the assurance he has of who God is. Through their relationship, Abram has known and experienced the Lord God Almighty as someone who protects and defends. Like a loving father and a nourishing, loving mother. There is such an intimacy in their relationship that Abraham can trust God because he knows the truth about God and he knows him personally. Abram asks in verse 8, Lord God, how will I know that I will inherit it? Referring to the land God had promised three times he will give. Abram asks for a sign, so he will know and inherit according to God's promise. In response to Abram's request, God instructs Abram to bring a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat and a three-year-old ram, a three-year-old turtle dove and a three-year-old pigeon. As was the custom, Abram cut the heifer, goat and ram in two and placed each piece on opposite sides. Remember, a custom and a ritual brought in by humanity. Abram and humanity needed the sacrifice to believe they have been cleansed and qualified to be able to receive and inherit. God reached down to Abram and humanity's lowest point of need. And then it happened. Genesis chapter 15, verse 17 to 18. And it came to pass, when the sun went down and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. On the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I have given this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. The Lord made a covenant with Abram. So Abram would know and be able to receive God himself walk through the two parts of the sacrifice in symbols of smoke and fire. Abram was not required to walk through the death, blood and suffering. God took his place as his protector and deliverer, walked through the gruesome brutality of humanity 
The covenant between Abram and God was assured. Abram can now open his mind and heart to receive. This is a covenant between the Lord God Almighty, the all-powerful, all-knowing, who lowered himself to the lowest point of humanity's need, doing everything for humanity to be able to receive everything he has for us to inherit, to know and receive our identity in him. God not only walked through the torn pieces of the sacrificial flesh, but he in Jesus became the torn pieces. The covenant between God the Father and God the Son of becoming the eternal sacrifice for humanity that opened the way for all humanity to believe and receive. As Jesus took the place of humanity, and together with the Father they became two equal parts. The eternal covenant of life everlasting was in the death and resurrection of Jesus, in the gruesome, bloody sacrifice at the lowest point of humanity's flesh that had been satisfied on the cross. Jesus' flesh was torn to shreds at the hands of humanity. Let us read that gruesome event where God emptied himself to the lowest point of humanity's need, willingly surrendering to the brutality and shame of humanity to set humanity free. John chapter 19, verse 1 to 2. So then Pilate took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe. His flesh was ripped apart by the instruments of torture devised by humanity. He was whipped with metal pieces woven into the leather that gripped the flesh upon exit of the body. Thorns that were pressed into his skull. Nails driven into his body as he hung on that cursed tree. His blood pouring down. Luke chapter 23 verse 44 to 46. Now it was about the sixth hour. And there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Humanity's shame exposed. Their need for a sacrifice fulfilled by God himself who walked through the pathway of selfish humanity so that we could not only believe but receive our full inheritance. Like Abram, how will we know?
God himself proves and shows us, we can know. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5 to 6. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. By humanity he was wounded or pierced, bruised or crushed, chastised or corrected with corporal punishment and given stripes of exposed flesh with blows that cut deep to the bone. Why? He was an innocent man. The scripture is very clear. For our transgressions or rebellion against each other and God, for our evil, perversity and guilt, for our peace, complete wholeness of body, healing of mind, body, spirit, and of equal relationships with each other and God, true justice, true righteousness, the righteousness of God. It is the selfishness of humanity that chose to be one with good and evil that crucified Jesus. We needed the sacrifice. Humanity are the ones that ran from the intimate presence with God. Humanity are the ones that tore apart the flesh of Jesus. The covenant between God the Father and God the Son is the covenant between God and us. The meaning of the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Laid means to come between, intercede or meet together. God not only walked through the sacrifice, but became the sacrifice so we know believe, receive, and possess his full inheritance. His inheritance we have a part in now, and final completion of receiving the fullness of the inheritance when Christ returns. Our time now inheritance is righteousness or rightness of God in him, a new creation. It is the great exchange. The Apostle Paul had a great revelation of this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 to 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, 
We are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. The great exchange is a work of God, fulfilled in the humanity of Christ. The corrupted seed of humanity, the guilt, rebellion, condemnation and bondage was defeated on the cross by Jesus Christ. God in Christ became human and identified with humanity and their need for a sacrifice. So we can become innocent, faithful, honoured and live in the freedom in him. He did it all for us. So we can inherit the fullness of his victory. For time now and our future inheritance for all eternity. His kingdom of righteousness or justice is ours in him. An incorruptible, glorious, eternal kingdom that we inherit in part each day in this life journey and receive ultimate physical inheritance upon Jesus' return. The old has passed away. The new humanity has come in Christ in his life, death, resurrection, ascension and return. God walked through the sacrifice of Christ to raise us up into his life, identity and inheritance, making the way for us to know for certain by the enormous sacrifice he paid. This is the great exchange of death to life, old to new, temporary to eternal. There is no greater love. The covenant has been fulfilled for all eternity. The choice is ours. If you are listening today and you have yet to receive Jesus, yet to be declared righteous, or are struggling with this reality of the truth, or something of the flesh that is still having control over you, today is the day to break those chains, to surrender or give it all over to Jesus, nail it to his cross and receive the truth from him. Receive his victory and that he gives his righteousness as a work of his spirit to be a reality in your life. Just say, yes, Lord, I surrender that thing right now and receive from you. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.